Stampede. Garner is at number 57, recorded 726 2020. There's going to be more than a minute wait for the train. If you ever saw John Ford's 1957 movie, The Rising of the Moon, you might have an idea about what I'm talking about. But unlike that great Irish movie, the train at our American station isn't going to be moving soon. COVID-19 has been shutting down our train, and it looks like delays are going to last a long time. Now, talking about Ireland, I've only been there once, and I might say I was impressed how the people carry on with rituals, 
historical legends and a way of dealing with injustices, something only the Irish culture can do. So when I saw golfers way up in the northwest part of Ireland carrying their golf bags, playing golf on a course alongside sheep, I said to myself, this is a country after my own heart. The sheep didn't mind the golfers walking among them, swinging their clubs at those little white balls. And the golfers just thought it was a right fine thing that the sheep kept the grounds well mowed. No, there wasn't any discrimination there. And even though I don't have Irish blood running through my body, I thought culturally I could identify with them. They have a rich history of language. And at one point, a long time ago, I thought about buying a house there. But I could never find what I was looking for. So I wasn't going to wait for the day of living in a place shared with leprechauns. But I sure as hell respect legends, even if stories don't end well. It's the effort that counts. Of course, I'm an American, and I'm not so sure I could ever be Irish. It's a blood thing. Regarding social engineering, making everybody think the same, the results could be unfavorable. The evidence of destroying one culture to replace it with another might not end up being pleasant. I do know this in this country. Consumerism has brought some very unpleasant human behavior.
after having lived over 75 years, I can say one thing with confidence. No one is the same. It's true. With automation, you can make millions of steel bolts exactly the same. So maybe there are some things that are exactly alike. But when it comes to human beings, or for that matter, other living things, I'd be making a mistake telling you there's no difference between our species. The Quechuan-speaking Indians in the Andes Mountains of South America and the tribes that inhabit Borneo in the Pacific Ocean are not the same. No, they're very different people, although they share DNA that's very similar. It's true, we humans share a large percentage of our DNA with lots of other living things. But when you get right down to it, no two people are exactly alike. And this brings up one of the most recurring troubling social issues in this country, social equality. Since the discovery of the new world by people of European culture, there has existed a distinction between what can be called white culture and the culture of the indigenous people in the new world. I don't think there's any disputing the facts in America. Europeans and what they valued as important took over this land. And it wasn't done peacefully. I need review the facts. We crossed that age-old river taking what wasn't ours and made it into something we like to call our own. And if you want to talk about injustices, there's plenty of that to pass around. Who owns what can be traced back a long way. And if you thought the people that inhabited this land were free from causing injustices, then you should forfeit all that you possess and ask to live by your wits in nature. Because you don't understand who you are. The truth is, injustice is a long-standing condition in the human spirit. I'm just minding my own business. Lord, and I'm leaving other peoples alone. Yeah, I'm just minding my own business. Lord, and I'm leaving other peoples alone. Ah, because I've got plenty of trouble. Lord, right in my home. Good book probably tell you You gotta reap just what you sow Good book probably tell you You 
gotta read just what you sow. Gotta cry, you gotta reap it. Ooh, Lord, now don't care why you go. Some men spend all their money on gambling, loud and good time. Yes, some men spend all their money on gambling, baby, and good time. But why should I worry When I do what I want to do with mine It take me six months to tend to my business And six months to leave other peoples alone Six months to tend to my business Six months to leave other peoples alone Yeah, by the time I do that Out of class the whole 12 months is gone There were reasons for why Europeans came here. And there are lots of reasons why white culture overtook Native American culture. It's not my place to agree with what happened, nor condemn it. Even if I lived 300 years ago, I couldn't have changed what happened. It was a force of nature, a rule of survival. It can be described as an injustice. But to say Native American culture didn't commit injustices in their own society would be naive. The concept of ownership was and in many ways continues to be different between white culture and Native American culture. I'm not an expert in Native American history, but I suspect to their culture, you can't own a tree, a rock, or a river. Those things are a spirit and can't be owned. And that's a tradition and may not exist strongly today in Native American society. I can't say one way is better than another. I can only say what happened. And Guilt can be found in lots of places. I once had in my possession several old, authentic Native American artifacts, works of art, and I could never have destroyed those things because, for me, they were a part of history, and I respect history. In this country, I may not think what was done was right, but I know it was history, and you can't erase that. If you think you can erase what was done, you might consider what and who you are. Injustice runs deep, and I'm not so sure you can delete it. 
I respect creativity, not destruction. Some might say you can create if you don't first destroy. Well, if you believe that, then you better be able to create because there are a lot of people who just want to destroy. When you destroy a culture, you better be prepared to replace it with something that justifies your actions. Now, when it comes to consumerism, there are lots of reasons for why you may want to replace it with something else. So to say I'm content living in my culture, a culture by most measurements described as being white, I can't say I'm completely happy with it. There are a lot of people that would say America is a multicultural society. Well, maybe that's not what people are attempting to achieve in the big picture. White culture has been saying to everybody, be like us. And if you can be like us, well, then you can reap all the benefits that our culture can offer. The best schools, the best jobs, the best homes that white culture can offer. But you must be like us. That's what white culture has been saying all along. And to say, where a multicultural society is simply an aspiration. White culture is what this country has been founded on. And if you belong to a different culture, it may not be so easy to adapt to this society. Discrimination exists, and it's been a part of this country for a long time. It's a natural thing that if you belong to a culture, You want to associate with people who have the same beliefs. So in many ways, the violence we've known for generations between white culture and black culture comes from a very simple condition. 
white culture has said, be like us. And in many ways, black culture has been saying, you won't let us be like you. And that can lead to a lot of conflicts. It's not an exaggeration to say, if you're white and you live in a black community, you may find yourself in the midst of unwanted attention. And to say the opposite, a black person living in an all-white neighborhood might also receive some serious issues. Discrimination comes from several quarters, and a lot has to do with people being culturally different. There have been deep-seated grievances committed by white culture toward people of different races. A different race 
associated with a different culture. White culture has demanded, if you want access to our culture, you must behave as we do. In the case of indigenous people, the grievances have been considered resolved by ceding lands, creating reservations, in effect, to create separate nations within this country. White culture said, you can live within your own culture, but if you want to live with us, be like us. Indigenous people have their own tribal land, albeit not the original land they had when Europeans first discovered North America. Today, they can retain their own culture, but conflicts still arise when ownership is called into question, especially when white culture enters into their culture. Often, education, housing, healthcare, economic conditions, even music and art from white culture can affect their culture. But they have their own tribal nations. When it comes to black culture, there is a whole different set of grievances, especially with white culture having owned black people. Black people have been free for over 160 years now, but that doesn't mean white culture had to accept them. Sure, black people were deserving of something by working for white culture as slaves, and there are a lot of people who believe giving black people after emancipation 50 acres and a mule wasn't enough. So after 160 years with emancipation, it's boiled down to this. Racial injustice has been resolved with white culture saying, be like us, and everything will be hunky-dory. And believe me, when I say white culture has been trying to make black culture like white culture, that's no exaggeration. But guess what? Black culture is saying, be like us, sometimes called black truth. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Sidney Bechet's recording, Old Miss. I'm unable to authenticate this recording. Next, 
was Big Spiderbeck's Ostrich Walk, 1927. Then Big Bill Brunsey, Minding My Own Business, 1936. Followed by The Clannad, I Will Find You, a 1993 recording from the movie The Last of the Mohicans. Then Lisa Carrard and Dene Prigent, Grotos Aran, a 2000 recording. And finally, a cut from Sidney Bechet's 1923 recording, Wildcat Blues. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.